Welcome to the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast, helping one student at a time. Visit NPTEFF.com to enroll today so you can pass tomorrow. Thank you for joining us here on the NPTE Final Frontier Podcast. My name is David. And my name is Emily. Today, we will be discussing arterial versus venous ulcers. So first, I will be discussing an arterial ulcer. This type of ulcer is associated with arterial insufficiency, which is when a patient experiences a lack of adequate blood flow to a specific region of the body. So remember, A in arterial can stand for A in a way, as in blood is moving away from the heart. Arterial ulcers can have many etiologies, which include, but are not limited to, arteriosclerosis or atherosclerosis, arteriosclerosis obliterans, thromboangitis obliterans, Raynaud's disease, diabetes, collagen disease, and vasculitis. If you are not familiar with these conditions, it may be beneficial for you to go back and review these in further detail to help you gain a better understanding. An arterial ulcer is most commonly located in the lower extremities around bony prominences, such as the anterior tibia or lateral malleolus and the dorsum of the feet. The patient will present with severe pain especially with lower extremity elevation. They can also commonly present with intermittent claudication, which is pain or cramping in the lower extremities with walking. The patient will present with reduced pulse, abnormal nail growth, decreased hair, and trophic skin changes. The skin will appear dry, thin, and shiny, with a pale, dusky, cyanotic, or blue appearance. Upon palpation to the region, the skin will be cool to touch. When examining the wound presentation, you'll notice that the shape is regular while the wound is deep. At the wound base, you may recognize a necrotic or pale appearance with no granulation tissue. There will also be little to no drainage present. Two other tests or signs to recognize an arterial ulcer is Paloron Elevation and Ruber of Dependency. Now, I will hand it over to David, who will be diving further into venous ulcers. Thanks, Emily. Let's explore venous ulcers. A venous ulcer is associated with venous insufficiency. Venous insufficiency is when inadequate drainage of a region of the body to flow back towards the heart resulting in edema formation and or other skin abnormalities and ulcerations. Venous ulcer is more common than arterial ulcers as it accounts for nearly 70 to 90% of all ulcers. An etiology of venous insufficiency can be chronic venous insufficiency. This is when venous insufficiency has been present over a prolonged period of time. A patient may be predisposed to venous hypertension and subsequent chronic venous insufficiency through aging, lack of exercise, hereditary, obesity, 
pregnancy, standing or sitting for long hours, or a history of deep vein thrombosis. Most commonly, a venous ulcer will be located in the lower extremities, proximal to the medial malleolus, and also on the medial side of distal one-third of the lower leg. Now that you know the location and causes, let's look at the clinical manifestations. A patient with venous ulcer will present with mild to moderate level of pain. Unlike with arterial ulcers, a patient with venous ulcers will have a reduction of pain during elevation or compression of that lower extremity. The patient may also report itching, fatigue, aching, and heaviness in the involved extremities. When examining the pulse of the patient, the patient will have normal arterial pulses. However, there may be a reduction in pulse due to edema or coexisting arterial disease. The patient will present with many changes when having a venous ulcer. These changes include hemosiderine stating, lipodermatosclerosis, and fibrosis of dermis. Swelling of the lower extremity may also be present in unilateral or bilateral lower extremities. In the early stages, swelling can be relieved by elevation. Upon palpation, the skin temperature will feel elevated. The wound presentation of this ulcer this venous ulcer would be an irregular shape, superficial. The wound base will have granulation tissue. The tissue will be wet with a large amount of exudate, and the, the signs and symptoms of lymphedema may be present. Great work, warriors. Here's a quote from Walt Disney. The best way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. So for all of you warriors listening out there, stop talking about what you want to do. Stop talking about what you want to study. Stop talking about your goals. Stop talking about every single thing that you want to get done and take action. Take action towards your dreams. Take actions to making that dream a reality because action speaks louder than words and your action is going to take you very far and you are going to do this. You are powerful. You are strong. You are a final frontier warrior and you will pass. Are you looking to join a Facebook group dedicated to students who are Spanish speaking? Well, final frontier has you covered. Join facebook.com slash groups slash MPTE FF Espanol, where you will be surrounded by fellow Spanish speaking students preparing to make their dream become a reality. So thank you very much for listening. For more information on MPTE Final Frontier, please visit NPTEFF.com. You can also go check out all of our social media platforms, such as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Till next time, have a great day and a powerful tomorrow.